Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, it's look, I'm back and we're back and we're doing our show again. This is the Marvel Movie News today. We're talking about Deadpool 2. We're talking about Logan. We're talking about the Defenders and all that other stuff that came out last week. So sit right there. We'll be right back uh, in a second. Bye. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk. No, sorry. I'm so bad. Like, no, that was so strong. But you know what? For having so taken out, like, I haven't done that in, like, what, four weeks, five yeah. weeks? So, yeah, like, yeah. not too bad. I maintain it's my favorite part, and I love that it's your least favorite part. It's still, like, <laughs> every week it makes me happy because I go, it's the one thing that I feel confident in doing. And you're like, I'm, like, freaking out. Reading the thing, for some reason, as soon as I read on air, I'm like, remember the English language? No, you don't. And you're like, la, 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 la. So it's just, it's good. Strengths. Yeah, strengths. Strengths. You can see it on air. That's why we're a team. The three of us. She's good at reading Twitter. I'm not. Yeah, I'm good at reading words. I'm not. I think I just crushed the other mic. Vamping about nothing? This guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're very good at vamping about uh, nothing. It's an art. You've got nothing in your head. Make fun of Koi. Anyway, hey, everybody. We're the Marvel Marvel Movie News. This is episode 114 coming to you live from Hell's Kitchen. I thought appropriate. You know, all the Defenders oh, talk yeah, we're yeah. doing today. So, uh, we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. You can also find us through their website, popcorn talk network.com. On Twitter, we are at Marvel News PTN or at the popcorn talk. Also on Facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. And guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show telling, message pe- uh, d- telling people about our live chat, Doom will retweet <laughs> you from his booth. Doom is very quiet yes. today. Um, all right, there we there go. There we go. Hey. Hi, Doom. Yeah, it's like you were a pensive Doom. <laughs> I think the, I think the audio doom. board is already sad. Because it's your last day! I know! But no. I'll, still re- I'll still retweet you guys. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you retweet us uh, for today, but not next week. Next week you're going to be busy at another job. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I feel like I'm going to stick around in a certain way. Oh, maybe. Uh, oh, maybe. How so? Uh, uh, Doom is issuing an edict that I uh, will never stop talking about Agents of Shield. Ah, oh, oh, the ghost of right, Doom yeah. lives on always. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, we talked to you before the show, Doom, about uh, every single week you're going to send us a Doom's minute on Agents of Shield. Doom's minute, and it's only going to be one minute, right, Doom? <laughs> I'm only. Uh, you will never live that down. Hard cuts. I, I believe that uh, that Doctor Strange used the the time gem to limit me to sixty seconds of talking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This Doctor Strange, maybe the one in the box. I don't know. Who looks or maybe fantastic? Me. I, I think the one behind the mic. Yeah, behind the mic. I'm the Doctor Strange. I love that Funko Pop. Uh, yeah, it's Doctor Strange. Funko Pop. I went Ooh. to Toys R Us yesterday because I'm yeah, a yeah. and they had a beautiful, like, completely translucent Doctor Strange Marvel Legends figure. Oh, and dude, I know. I've that got was that the, one. It was a great moment to just realize how far we've come. I've got that one. That's a good. That's a good one. I've got that with the uh, book of the Shanty that yeah. I got the comic, the Comic Con exclusive from a couple years ago. It was just cool to see it at a Toys R Us, just like. Uh, anyway, I am Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're joined, as always, by Koi Jandro at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U and Markia McCarty at 
M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Yeah, that's how I you think s- the Y is still. I'm still getting the Y wrong. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we've got Voice of Doom, Copa Dose tweeting from the Star Jammer as usual, and let's get into the news. Theme song yeah. solo. This is what happened in New Orleans. Matt like, yeah. just lost yeah. his mind, came back, themed yep. up. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, you guys! I was so sick in New Orleans. It was so funny. You were sick, oh, really? Man. I Did was you sick. Oh. Gumbo? No, I was sick. Flying out, like I had like a really oh. bad cold flying out. Oh no, yeah, but, everybody like, was sick over the holidays. Oh yeah. my god! And then it was like the coldest it's ever been in New Orleans. Everyone there was like, "We've never experienced cold <laughs> like this." And I was like, "Great, great, oh, thanks." And it was so funny yeah. because we landed. They're like, "Yeah, it's been it's been beautiful until today." And we're like, "Good." And they're like, "But don't worry, like next Monday it clears up." We're like, "That's." We fly back that night, like late that night. Great. Thanks, New Orleans. This is why they Uh, delayed Gambit. This (laughs) is why. But other than that, New Orleans is like one of the most amazing cities. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Lafitte's Blacksmith uh, Bar is probably one of the best bars I've ever been to. So I might be going on that road trip of mine, and I might go to New Orleans. Dude, Lafitte's... uh, Hey, everybody! Marvel! Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop, the oldest bar, as far as I know, the oldest bar in North America. It was like a, no, a pirate's bar in the 1700s. Oh, I'm just going to walk around yeah. and gambit quoting. Yeah. Like no, a horrible. I'm going to be the worst yeah. person in New Orleans. I'm sure you'll be the first person to ever, ever, yeah. ever do that. Ever do that. All right. What's a gambit? Marvel News. Or Let's you talk gotta about. you got to get some beignets when you're down. Oh, dude. Oh, beignets. Yeah. Are... Doom demands beignets. From Cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doom demands beignets. You should, uh, you should go to, to uh, uh, Cafe Dumont. Oh, should I? Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's. That place is known for their. Uh, if anyone's watching from New Orleans, tell me where to go. I'm gonna. I might road trip across the country next week, so uh, I might just randomly shout out Marvelites to help me find things of, of glory. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's let's talk Marvel uh, now that we're like 30 minutes into the show. Uh, <laughs> Logan started. So remember, uh, well, man, I don't even know if we had a chance to talk about this because it started, I think, after we went off the air. The 1974 frames of Logan. I mean, I talked about it, but yeah. you don't watch the shows that I do. Yeah. No, so I last, don't. I don't. Yeah, we might have yeah. talked about so. it. Koi, Koi confirmed. <laughs> Pretty much handled it. Koi, I, uh, Koi confirmed, confirmed it. that Matt Key doesn't watch the show. I could have confirmed <laughs> that Marvel and Fox had some sort of deal, but that'd make me a liar. <laughs> uh, Koi confirmed to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1974 frames of Logan. By the way, I love that they're doing the 1974 because that yeah. was the year that like Wolverine first hit comics and and officially uh, Hulk at 181 is his first full appearance but officially Hulk 180 he appeared on the very back page that's his <laughs> technically his first appearance uh, but Hulk 181 is the one that everyone goes for that's the I, one with I him love on that the... that well actually moment <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me explain Wolverine to all you guys and that they're uh, setting it in 2024 which is exactly 50 years after the debut which I love yeah which very is nice. super super cool uh, anyway we know uh, that a trailer is supposed to land this Thursday like the next trailer but as we've said the 1974 frames of Logan has already gone out I did you guys were you guys able to sign up for one for uh, no for no, no 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 I know a Doom tried and I like, I was able to like <gasps> and it said you're gonna get yours in the mail I haven't gotten it yet maybe I got it today don't know but like I saw I was like oh like signed up for it it was and... the first time I did this really dumb thing where I was like you know 
I need to grow up and not get everything I want, and I don't need... And then, like, as soon as my brain was like, you do need that, what do you do? Oh, my God, and it was gone. Like, yeah. I literally mm. second-guessed it for yeah. a second, like, and I was what, like... What? Like, it's, a, it's free. Like, you put your email in there. Like, they've probably already got your email. Like, you're not, like... I was dumb. Whatever. Yeah, you're real dumb. dumb. You're I'm real dumb. I'm trying to be Captain Hook. Yeah. Coy. Wait, what? Be what? a child. Uh, oh. <laughs> that was uh, a that was a that was a deep cut deep, there. Yeah. Deep hook cut. Yeah. That deep, was... deep hook deep, cut. Deep hook cut. <laughs> oh man, he's Goodness. doing those deep hooks. Uh, so anyway, Frames of Logan's coming out. Uh, Doom, can you show us some of those pictures? I, I know I've put some of them in the folder there. Uh, let's let's take a, a look at it. So I know uh, Mangold and um, Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Both got frame one and frame nineteen seventy four, which yep. I think is very oh, appropriate. Um, but <laughs> I don't have them in any order, so we'll just go through some of these uh, just to see what we're in a, in in, the, in store for. You know, I think yeah. there's one frame in here where I'm like, oh man, that person got the frame of all the frames. Like I can't. It's and it's just Wolverine like with his claws out running down the hall. Like a lot nice. of these are here's hands, here's a car, here's a here's a here's a bad guy shooting, but. Uh, you know, like this is like hands. All right, yeah. that's cool. Well, like, well, I, no, you know, hands have so much expression well, to them. Like, like this is and like the grittiness in this. Oh and that God. seems like I'm sure that's uh, exactly for, for, how they justified it. And like hands are very important. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, for those that uh, aren't joining us live right now or aren't watching this on video, uh, it is two hands holding hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, that's Wolverine's uh, forearm and hand is uh, bloodied, grizzly, uh, yeah. grizzled, and it, it's, it's um, sepia-toned. Yeah, it's all sepia. Mm-hmm. It's all like black and white. Yeah, and it looks like he's holding it's a smaller dramatic. hand, perhaps a child. Right, now they can see it. Yeah, it's it's okay. either. Um, I mean, that's either uh, Daphne Keene's hand as uh, Laura Kinney, the X-Men. Yeah, that's my one. assumption. Right. Or, but like, because I can't, the lights are kind of in my way. But it could also be Professor X's hands. You know, so. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's. A, I, it's I think definitely that's a cool... Laura Kinney because you, you can see the jean little... jacket that we see around. Like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah, I can't see it from here. The lights. That's. I mean, that's a. That's a pretty cool one. Like the one of the reverse shooting. Uh, I can't. Man, I cannot see these lights this right in my eyes. This appears to be Logan's arm, uh, and and his closet. Yeah, uh, I, I, sw- I swear the frame that I get is probably just going to be like a shot of grass or something. I mean, oh, great. <laughs> Artistic, okay, like a very well done shot of grass. Good one we've got, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Daphne Keene as Laura running. Uh, what a brilliant marketing campaign. A, this, is, yeah. this is so br- Like, I love this. Because you're literally frame by frame releasing it. We're excited about frame by frame. We're giving you free publicity to talk about mm-hmm. every frame that we're excited mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And all you had to do was look at that. that. Like, this Who, got that? Who got that card? A happy bugger. I like, know, that, that, is, that is a great card. And then we got X23. Or, which she, I, mean, I don't know if she's going to be X23 or not. But, and then uh, we've got Old Man Logan. There's a lot of. There's a lot. Yeah, go ahead and um, check out the video. You'll see that there's a lot of different ones. Yeah, all right. So uh, I'm glad that you hit that because I was just going to talk about that. Uh, so they also just released a new synopsis for the film. Uh, Hugh Jackman did it on his Twitter, and it was that picture that he released. Um, and it says, In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by dark forces. So, um, it's nothing that we kind of didn't already know. We all, like, we based, that's the plot of the film. We know the plot yeah. of the film, more or less. But it's good to make it official. It is, but it's like, oh, it's here cool it is. It's cool to read. And so, I think that's frame one, if I remember correctly. No, that's the last frame. That's the last frame, and that's frame one. Uh, yeah, I've got those memorized, guys. <laughs> I'm so cool. 
Um, this was New Orleans, just Matt flipping through frames. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was I was sick in the hotel room for a whole day. Oh, dude. Yeah, like like Brittany and her yeah. uh, her boss Darren went out and had fun and everything. I was sick, uh, but look, I, I'm making it sound down. I had a blast. Like New Orleans <laughs> yeah. is the best. It was just like, oh man, why am I sick in New Orleans? This is the worst. Like, because uh, New Orleans Drew, is like the funnest city in the world. Daniel Drew is watching live. Is getting his. One of the frames, too. Oh, nice! Daniel Drew! Oh, mail guy! So good, yeah, good mail oh. day. Daniel send Drew, it to man. Doom. Yeah. Daniel Drew's killing it with the mail. Send it yeah. to Doom. We'll put it on. Uh, yeah, send us, the, send us the pick if you get it. So I want to I point out, though, real quick, uh, with that talks about his legacy, and I know comicbook.com did this, and this was the first place I kind of thought about it, because they, they highlighted legacy, but he's uh, Logos attempts to hide from the world and his legacy. Like, what is his legacy that he's trying to hide from? Is his legacy... The X-23 that, like, they've used him to experiment on, so he's running away. Or is his legacy that he's always the one who ends up being the killer? Like, he's trying to yeah. run away from that. Like, are ghosts from his past chasing him? Like, yeah, like I mean, what's his legacy, you, you know? You have so, to wonder where, where they're going to, you know, field from. Is it going to be, yeah. like, an old man Logan with what he did? Exactly. Because legacies don't have to be, uh-huh. like, this beautiful dynasty of beautiful and acts. That's that not what, if he's running and hiding from it, it's definitely not that. So that makes yeah. me wonder, like, did... Like, I don't want... God, I don't. I really don't want to spoil, like, old man Logan. Even though yeah. it's, like, 2008, like, it's basically 10 years old yeah. story, but, like... He does some stuff he's not proud of. Yeah, yeah. like he's he's like he's manipulated. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. mentally manipulated into doing some awful. If, by the way, if you haven't read Horrific. Old Man Logan and you are a Marvel fan in any capacity, yeah. go read Old Man Logan. It's one of the best Wolverine stories out there. I love that it's story. Fantastic story. Um, but Ultimate yeah. Wolverine's also got a cool backstory where he was like basically a merc. Uh, like he was hired to kill Xavier. So mm. like that could be a cool like Ultimate That's Wolverine. Cool. Yeah, the first yeah. the first issue of the Wolverine and Ultimate X Men was him. Yeah, he I never, was hired I never to read the Ultimate Line. Oh, it's great. So also, if you're a Marvel fan and host a Marvel show, you should read Ultimate X Men. Schneider. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Dude, oh I, goodness! Just Matt's some, back. I'm just going for him. Man, you're going for him. Oh, man, all right. We uh, we should move on. Uh, yeah, we should to, move on before we talk about Ultimate X Men more. Because <laughs> <laughs> we should move on before we talk about the fact that there's a million Marvel comics and Matt has only read like ten thousand of them. Only read Doctor Strange. He's not into <laughs> I'm not a true Marvel fan. I'm only a Doctor Strange fan. He just oh patiently waits for Doctor Strange news. Where's the new Doctor Strange? <laughs> I can't talk about anything else. <laughs> so true. I'm only giving him a hard time because I missed him. Uh, I missed you too. I missed all of you guys. And I missed the fans. Yeah, hey, we're all back. Month. We actually didn't see each other for a full month. I know. Which is a yeah, long time. I know. It's In weird. romance. Yeah. Did you get your huge Matt Key hug? No, I, I didn't. That's why I'm upset. Came in. It was, it was personal, I know a hugger, man. I'm just kidding. That's so not true. <laughs> he hugs them well. Uh, uh, I'm a hugger. I like hugs. Yeah, Good hug this guy. I hugs. Uh, I'm a hug. And since I'm like a giant, like I, I have to pick he almost everyone up. You get some area of hug the most get because there's a lot more height. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got some air in the hug. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. Uh, like so let's, let's, talk, let's talk Black Panther real quick. Uh, where we learned, be, due to eastbaytimes.com, we learned, uh, here's the quote, in one scene, the film's protagonist has a flashback to 1990 while he was a student at St. Mary's College High School in Berkeley. And, of course, he's a daily AC transit commuter. Cue the 1990s era bus for the appropriate establishing shot. So East Bay Times is excited about the fact that Ryan Coogler is from their area and wants to set one of the, like, one or two or how many scenes in, like, Oakland around the 1990s. Nice. And he okay. wants to use a specific look to the buses of that time. Oh, it's so good. That's sweet. So T'Challa goes to high school in the 1990s in Oakland 
like in a, in a high school. Like, oh, mm-hmm. has, well, he's a student at St. Mary's College High School at Berkeley, so he's going to school there in the mm-hmm. 90s. That's amazing. I, that's I'm so, so excited. Like, I'm just like, I don't know why I'm excited about that. Because it's but, the 90s. Well, it's the well, 90s. That, and yes. hopefully he's wearing, like, either jams or MC Hammer Pants. Uh, and, oh, please. Right? Like, T'Challa and some Hammer Pants? Oh, wow. All about either it. that or, like, All about it. Some Jinko oh, jeans walking they're, by. Oh, my God. Back. Like, he's got his yeah. backwards... Uh, overalls yeah. on, yes. um, and he's got the kid and play haircut. Like I'm all about it. Oh my! Oh, uh, please, please let him have right? a high top fade. Oh my god, he's got like the line. Oh, like, I uh, love that. Yeah, the, like, the, the Tupac and yeah. Juice haircut. Oh my god. Uh, so he's got that. He he's probably you know all in love. Probably probably in love with uh, who? Who do you think? Cannon Crows? T'Challa on the Cannon Crows? <laughs> Wow. I'm, gonna give, uh, I'm gonna give him a little more oh, wow. Biggie and Tupac flavor. Oh, wow. To Charles running around going, Master Jones, help me! This is a giant Garth Brooks fan. He's like, man, <laughs> Chris, Chris Gaines. This Chris Gaines movement Garth oh, Brooks is doing. God. It's incredible. Oh lords. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's fun. Uh, anyway, he goes Jinko to school. Jinko jeans, Garth Brooks fan, T'Challa. That's what yep, I want to yep, see. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or he's a big Nirvana guy, like he's totally in the grunge, he's wearing the flannel. Just really upset the whole time. Like somehow yeah. just morose to Jalo. Like, he's like, I should have gone to school in Seattle, that place knows what's going on. One day that I'll place country, gets it. Not yeah. now. Some three doors down plays oh and he turns God. it off. He's yeah. like, my like, dad why, doesn't but, understand. No. <laughs> uh, anyway... 90s. Did you guys uh, see the uh, the hot toys that that leaked for the, the yeah new Black yeah? Panther toy? Um, I've got that in the picture I section because uh, Daniel sent sent that. If you want to look in the um, in the drive, I've got a Daniel got sent a, us a collage. Thank you, Daniel, for doing that. Yeah. Uh, so while we're talking, while you're doing that, Doom, I'm going to talk about real quick. Uh, Marquia, you probably know more about this than I do with with the Black Panther stuff. Okay. Um, but. Didn't like so Kilgrave's original name was Mbaku, I believe. Njaku, um, Mbaku, I think. Um, and God, there's so many. Uh, Mbaku, I believe, is or is that uh, Mane? No, no, he's the he's the Mane. Mane. Okay. Yeah, with the uh, white gorilla tribe. That's right. You know, so, they're kind of like on the outskirts of the, the political remember, system at the time. I'm trying to remember Kilgrave's original name, but his family was, I think he was exiled, or his, like his dad was, I can't remember. He ends up exiled, goes to school in America. Killgrave? Kill, not kill, uh, Killmonger. Kill, kill, sorry, sorry, Killmonger. Yeah, because I'm like, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, sorry, which, I was just thinking about Jessica. Like, about? I was talking about yeah. Jessica Jones in my yeah, head Jessica earlier Jones today. Is, uh, sorry, uh, Killmonger. Uh, Eric Killmonger. Eric Killmonger. Um, but his original name was like, it's not Mbaku. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, he comes to school in America, correct? And uh, that's where, like, I think he goes to MIT. And he spends his entire life planning to exact revenge on T'Chaka and the whole that whole Black Panther family line, right? Yeah, Eric Killmonger does get um, a Western education because yeah. he's kind of like exiled, like yeah. you were saying. Uh, and um, but the funny thing is, is that being part of that Western influence, he for some reason feels like T'Challa. <clears throat> Excuse me, mm-hmm. is even more influenced in that that's a detriment to yeah. Wakanda. It's so weird. It's Catch kind of, it's with kind of a weird, yeah. Yeah, where uh, then he comes back with, um, uh, was it Sonic Hand Guy? Sonic Hand Guy? Claw. Claw. Ulysses Claw. Claw. Yeah. Ulysses Claw, thank you. Uh, uh, and then. Killmonger's, or Killmonger's original name, and I'm I'm going to butcher this, so I apologize. It's it's like Ndjadaka. Spell it? 
it's N then then an apostrophe, which is why this is double t- difficult. Yeah. N J A D A K A. Yeah, so in Jadaka. In Jadaka. In Jadaka, yeah. Okay. Um, so he comes, I, I, but I know he went to school in America, so I'm wondering, because T'Challa I don't think did. I think he's like full on Wakanda education from, from what I can remember of the comic books. He interacts with America and the West a lot. He's a on lot. the Avengers. Like he's engaged like to Monica deal. Lynn at some point. Like, and, like they met in America. So like well, all of that, yeah. But like, my, like here's where I'm curious. Are they specifically doing him going to school in America? And is Eric Killmonger a part of that school? Because it would be amazing mm-hmm. if... Oh, that'd be a nice adaptation. The two of yeah. them are kind of... Mm-hmm. Friends. Like friends frenemies. or maybe they're frenemies or they're enemies. Yeah. Or like Killmonger's like, oh, I want to kill you, but I've got to be your friend for like kind of like getting... Like, don't mm-hmm. know, but I wonder mm-hmm. if there's they're, they're doing something with that. Yeah, I'd be, yeah, and I'd be nice it's... to see more Michael B. Jordan. I mean... Oh, well, yeah, no, he's great. As much yeah. Michael B. Jordan. And Michael um, B. Jordan in the 90s would be awesome. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. That'd be uh, fantastic. Plus um, some one of the things... station love. Oh, you yeah. see Fruitvale? That was in um, Oakland? I, it's in my queue. It's real good. It's real good. It's Ryan Coogler. Yeah. This is the director mm-hmm. of, of Korean. I know that was the first big, yeah. first big thing. Yeah. Real good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very real possibility because uh, with uh, T'Challa, but his like whole um, coming of age thing happened primarily in, yeah. in Africa. And that's where, you know, he met Storm and, yeah. and all like that. But yeah, since he does spend a great deal of time when yeah. he's an adult because he has to be worthy of the Black Panther title because his uncle mm-hmm. at the time is, you know, in, in the comic storyline, his uncle is taking care of the Empire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be. Yeah, I, can, I, th- I, I think that would be very interesting. That. Yeah, so you know, since they killed his father already, yeah. you know, they have to they have to go a different route with yeah. things. So yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, Doom, did you want to show that uh, picture that we got real quick? Yeah. Of uh, of Black Panther and and how awesome he looks. He's wearing a, a cape. I think I saw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh my god, that's yeah, a beautiful that figure. Yeah. Who sent that in? Uh, Daniel. Daniel, uh, good work, man. Super solid. Jedi like, solid work. That's great. It's regal. It's like it's got. I don't know. There's something very like authoritative majest- about it. It's yeah. majestic. It's majestic, and that's what the Black Panther is. Like and he then, is like he's sort of like majesty incarnate. Like mm-hmm. it's. I Thank love it. you. Yeah. And you see that just from looking at this. Something yeah. that we brought up last week um, that Koi brought up is that some people saw. Black Panther as threatening or as like a bad guy, and I'm like, how, how can how can you yeah. think? But it's also because we know Black Panther, yeah. Yeah. and I'm guess like looking at that picture, I'm still like, that's just majestic. And cool. Yeah, it's so majestic. He was working against our like, our heroes were established yeah. in the last yeah. one. Like, not that he was doing anything bad. Yeah, I mean, and, like, he had an antagonistic relationship, yeah. but so. that makes him a better character, in my opinion, because he's oh, so yeah. well thought out and like he's got nuance and layers. Like, I love yeah. that. <laughs> I love the idea that someone could watch him not know the Black Panther and be like, "Oh, that's the bad guy." Because, like, to me, that shows how good a job. Bozeman did, and how yeah. good it, and how well fleshed out the character was, so this that we can lead into his own movie, yeah. and like the cast for their own movie. Like, I want to have a Michael B. Jordan have good qualities and have him have negative qualities, so they're actual real people, and they've done that so far. Like, yeah. I, I think, yeah. I mean, we both, I think Black Panther is going to be Oscar well, bait test. Yeah, it's going to be, huge. yeah, it's going to be, gonna be it's, awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait for that film. That's February of 2018, if I remember correctly. So they'll be filming. Very soon. Like, <laughs> well, you're casting to. everyone else now. So, yeah. so. Uh, so let's move on because we don't have, <laughs> like, we have a thousand other things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, X Men Supernova is now maybe the name mm-hmm. of the next X Men film. So, okay. uh, there, this is a little confusing, so stick with me here. Uh, X Men Supernova for a while was thought to be the working title for the new Mutants film. Uh, which we know goes into production this year, later this year. Uh, however, uh, now according to um, like Production Weekly and other like websites, where like 
crew goes to look for work and stuff where they have all the names listed. Typically only with working titles, but they've got X-Men New Mutants along with X-Men Supernova. And now they're putting X-Men Supernova working title Dark Phoenix. So it seems as if this is kind of like a very loose confirmation that we're going to get New Mutants filming later this Mm -hmm. year. As well as the next X-Men film and that particular storyline following Apocalypse with Jean Grey getting into the Dark Phoenix saga. Which makes sense, and that we've been teased the 90s for a while, and chronologically mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. sense, and we mm-hmm. were given Phoenix at the end of, of a that movie somewhere. that happened. Uh, <laughs> so I would, man, I, I really just wanted to start over, and I, I know a lot of people are with me I on would, this. Yeah. And I, like, I, I'd, I'd I want them, them to start over uh, with Marvel. They just keep yeah. starting over. Just Start like, start over, but do it right. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what a concept. Because they just right. kind of started over. They just kind of started yeah. over with Apocalypse. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I don't know how many like uh, free passes they'll get from the public. Yeah. Because people are already upset about like Spider Man's had two reboots in a lifetime. X Men's had like one and a half, two. Yeah. Kind like of one three, and a soft. Yeah. If you count X Men First Class, which I consider the best of them, I know I'm that guy. Yeah. But like, <laughs> if you go that route, they've had a lot of chances, and it just feels like everyone's like reboot, reboot, and they yeah. keep half doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they're going with Dark Phoenix and they go this way with the same actors, I just, I would love a new creative team involved. So I, I, I have agree. no problem with the actors. Yeah. I think the actors were incredibly well cast. I love the universe they built. I just think they could. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk very quickly on the Dark Phoenix saga. That story is that uh, uh, Jean Grey discovers that this cosmic entity called the Phoenix uh, is coming to inhabit her. It starts to inhabit her through her like uh, uh, telekinetic and telepathic psyche and everything. Um, but the Hellfire Club is after her also because they know about the Phoenix. They want to harness that power. Right. They kind of turn her against the X-Men. Um, she then releases herself and she's like, no, screw you guys and screw these X-Men. I'm more powerful than all of y'all combined. I'm going to go do my own thing. She decides to go out into the cosmos, makes a star go supernova, <laughs> destroys an entire planet. Then the uh, Well, the system, right? I thought she... It, I was it just a planet? I thought it was a whole solar system. Well, she yeah. destroys a civilized world within that solar system. Right. Uh, and the Shi'ar, it's, one of a Shi'ar, it's a Shi'ar world, and they're like, oh, oh, hell no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so they come to claim Phoenix for themselves. They're like, she's got to be executed. She's a threat to the entire universe, like, yeah. basically. Uh, and the X-Men fight back. Jean Grey eventually is like, no, like, I am too powerful. I can't necessarily control this thing. And she takes herself out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, uh, commit suicide to keep that from, like, keep that power from inhabiting her and destroying the, the universe. So that's the storyline. We'll We'll see what they do with it over at uh, Fox, but that's the basic story. It could be a trilogy. Like, the the, the Phoenix storyline could be, if if I were to reboot the X-Men, mm-hmm. I would start with an X-Men first class, have the Phoenix be Marvel Girl, have her have, like, some issues with stress, not even anxiety, like, not even, and then the second movie have, like, a darkness, because if you do it in the first movie, you don't have the, the wonderful innocence of Marvel Girl. Yeah. You don't have the wonderful, like, little spark of how great yeah. and everyone loves her, and she's, there's a reason both Cyclops and Wolverine fall in love with her. You need that yeah. in the first movie. The second movie allows for some darkness, maybe even just teen angst disguised as Phoenix flavor, and then the third movie you could actually have, you care about the character so much, you get the Phoenix. The thing that Brian Singer did wrong with the first one was, when you had the Phoenix this end of the second movie, 
you didn't it didn't feel like enough it mm-hmm. never felt like mm-hmm. we really were invested and then to have her at the end of the introduction of Jean Grey with Sophie Turner mm-hmm. it's like we can't fast forward to that like we just mm-hmm. met this broad um, yeah. so like I just feel like if you want to do that story you need the Claremont era lasted 20 years for a reason Yeah. so yeah. the problem X-Men have had is they, they want to have 8 storylines at once if you rush the Phoenix storyline yeah. you'll have the same problem so don't I, reboot with that yeah Marquia did you yeah I because I I I'm burnt out on trilogies. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm I'm I want something in one or two movies now. I yeah. don't want to have to wait four years to complete a storyline yeah. to complete a story with this six character. Years, yeah. or six years. Yeah. I don't want it, and I'm kind of tired of it. So if, but yes, I agree that they try to do all of these storylines within mm-hmm. one movie. So how about just stick to that? Just that character. Just her storyline. I just don't know if we'll love her enough. Well, I think let's give it a try. We don't we don't do standalone movies anymore. We don't yeah. do it anymore. Let's yeah. do it. That's why I love Hell or High Water because it's the first standalone movie that I've um, really been like, oh, like it was yeah. a good arc story movie. It felt like the nineties. You let's just saw a movie. That yeah, that's something that the nineties were good about. So I mean, good. Yeah. I mean, think about like with Die Hard original. It was like this beautiful standalone movie, yeah. and mm-hmm. then from that, it's like, oh, okay, let's take this. This actually works. Further. We like this character. Let's see what else he can yeah, do. Yeah. The too, problem with comics is they're serialized. Yeah, well, yeah, but too many times they they'll just stretch things out and mm-hmm. stretch things out and throw in filler and it's like you know what screw that let's just have it in one movie mm-hmm. and then if we love it continue it from there because mm-hmm. goodness knows there's more storylines yeah all right we've got to move on mm-hmm. let's talk cloak and dagger real quick um they are working with the work like we discussed working titles earlier they're working with the working title of shadows uh it's supposed to it's scheduled to start according to nola.com new orleans uh, louisiana.com uh, they're scheduled to start production in February, and they have a budget of $42 million, <laughs> which is a pretty substantial budget for a 10-episode uh, series on freeform television. Have they confirmed television. that it's 10 episodes? No, but I like... Find that anywhere. I find It's probably going to be something like that, 10 to 12 episodes. It seems like television is kind of moving that direction a yeah. lot. 10, 10 is a good number. I think 10 is a good number. Mm-hmm. You know, And I don't think they want to do a whole 24... Uh, like order season like that's so big to do so it'll depend freeform what freeform does with a lot of their content is they do split seasons like just yeah. the way they number things it'll be like season one one, one and 1.5 yeah um and a lot of that's just for like it's for budgetary reasons because sure. things change when you actually change the number of the season yeah um so like i actually saw that number and was concerned because they're giving for they give roughly 40 million dollars for everything for all the netflix series yeah and the producers of that are always like that that budget's pretty stretched thin yeah well at, at 13 episodes so if they're gonna make them do 20 on a 42 million dollar budget that's like nothing well but that's what i'm saying that's yeah. why i think it's probably going to be a smaller uh yeah, like order especially with all the effects uh like, I mean, Dagger's effects are relatively simple. It's just her, like, shooting flashes of light. But Cloak's effects are going to be pretty substantial. substantial. And, the like, he's got a whole... probably easier to, to use. Sure, but lies. he's got a world inside of that Cloak that, like, they're going to have to also build all that if they right. go that direction. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on. Deadpool 2. Uh-huh. You're welcome. I put that in just for Koi. Because uh, I know he'll actually talk about it. <laughs> of course, he's wearing Deadpool yeah, of course, shirt. Of course, of he, course is. he is. He's got a because closet he's... just of Deadpool shirts. <laughs> I do have an entire row in my closet of Deadpool shirts. Unbelievable. Which isn't Fantastic. Necessarily uh, safe. So yeah. Collider. I'm doing Sailor Moon today. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, no. all, that's all right. That's all right. It's not Marvel. There's Sailor Moon yeah. news. 
Yeah, uh, ooh. Yeah. We're not talking. No, we have so much more. Like, we are so behind right now. We're harassing Matt at this point. So, Samurai Jack? We love you, Matt. Samurai Jack is not Marvel also. Nor is Yosagi Yojimbo, as much as we all might wish that. Girls? Nope, they're not. I don't think they are. No, I think they're probably over at IDW. Anyway, Wonder Woman comes out in June. Stop it. Can't wait for that movie, but it's DC, and we've got way too much to talk about. I have not. I have not wandered off the subject. I'm trying to stay on subject. So Collider talked with uh, screenwriters Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese this week uh, saying that the uh, they talked about X-Force, Colossus, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, uh, and Cable. Uh, so let's hit X-Force real quick. Uh, they said that the, the film will definitely set X-Force up in some way. Uh, but its purpose, uh, this is Rhett Reese saying, its purpose is not to set up X-Force. It will likely set up X-Force, but the drive of the movie won't be our eyes on movie three. Like th- So basically, what you're saying, let's just see a standalone film. Maybe it happens to set up another film later on, but let's just see a standalone film. Deadpool 2 By on itself. its own. Good yeah. scooby-dee-boosh. It's got an uh, ending. So, and Paul Wernick added to that saying, we want to hint at things, we want to plan some characters and all that. But Deadpool too. So uh, there's that. They also said Colog- uh, Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead would definitely be back. Yes. How yes. much they'll be back? Don't know. They are still like in the midst of like writing various drafts of the script, but they know that they'll be back. The big news is Cable. Um, his origin in the comics is so confused. Like I've read a lot of those comics. I still don't know. He's the '90s embodied. Yeah, like he's like yeah, like he is so like a product of the '90s. He's the son of, of the an clone. alternate of a clone, Madeline Pryor, Jean Grey, and Scott Summers, and an alternate timeline future. So Jean Grey and Scott Summers are his mom and dad, kind of, but not but really. But a different Jean Grey, but from a different Jean Grey reality. from an alternate reality. And he's like, not X Men because okay. X Men is another Nate Grey. Yeah. X Men is a different version of Cable, yep. kind of. Yep. And then there's also uh, his clone Strife. Right. Like it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And then his arm is metal because he was uh, infected with the techno organic virus, and he's telekinetic. But <laughs> he has to focus all of his telekinesis <laughs> to keep his arm, to from, keep like his arm from, to... from from like that sickness from. Spreading it's right. a me- it's a mess. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. It's but a lot it's to take in. Oh, it's me- if you're a, if you're a comic book fan, you're like, oh, give me all of this. But yes. for a film, yeah, we can't spend forty five minutes Explaining just trying to explain that. who he might be. So, <laughs> uh, they so here's the quotes from them. It's intimidating um, to write for him. It's intimidating because we have to find his voice, and we don't have an actor yet, so we don't know who we're writing for. I think that's big news because a lot okay. of uh, back back uh, last year, late last year. It, everything was Kyle Chandler's yeah, cable, Kyle, Kyle Chandler. Chandler's cable. We're doing Kyle Chandler. Then it was, oh, the director's leaving because he wanted Kyle Chandler and Ryan Reynolds didn't. They're saying, no, we don't have an actor. Right. We've never had an actor. And then there have been out, people talked about, we don't have an actor yet. The director coming out and being like, that wasn't what happened, guys. It was, yeah. it was yeah. also kind of nice. Yeah. And then that Ryan Reynolds nice. being like, that's not what happened. Like, yeah. every single person's been like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. everyone rushes to headlines because yep. it seems more dramatic. So yeah. I'm well, glad they're writing it around whatever they shape yeah. Cable and I, to be. I love Gamer Girl. Cable's origin is wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey weird mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Very true. It, yes, is. it is. It absolutely is. Perfect. Uh, so going on from that, they say uh, there's been a lot of diverse people brought up as possibilities for Cable. People that they want to consider that haven't even gone, been pulled into the room. So there's there's still like a giant casting process for this character. But along those lines, they say, we'll certainly make him like he is in the comics. We'll certainly be faithful. Uh, authenticity is so important. I think 
Part of what made Deadpool such a success, I think we're going to continue with that authenticity. Uh, Finally, they say, I think we're going to distill him down to his essence. It will be authentic and faithful, but it's not going to include the 18,000 details if you were going to read a Wikipedia page about Cable. Perfect. And I also love they talked about they didn't bring him into the first movie because they wanted to give Deadpool... He's too much character to introduce in Deadpool's origin, so that's great. And now they have room. We love Deadpool. We know him. People have seen the first movie. My... My my thoughts here is he'll be a time traveling mutant who comes back in time, and that's going to be enough for Deadpool to be like, wait, what? Yeah, like WTF? That makes no sense. You're a character I can screw around with because you're out of time, and now you're back in time, and we're both trying to cut. Like he can have the powers enough. that the that's history. Enough. He doesn't right. need the Jean Grey stuff. He doesn't need exactly. the Cyclops stuff. He exactly. can, and then later, if you want to bring Cable into the X Men universe, you can. Exactly. That can be a great "I'm your father" reveal. Yeah, you can and have like, your They'll, they'll set him up as X Force, who's probably ends up being stuck in time, and he's the leader of X Force, which right. is probably why they're still trying to find the actor because he's going to have to help lead seven contracts, a like whole seven other movies. franchise. Yeah. So right. anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Agents of Shield, Doom. Talk to us. You got one minute. Oh, yes. Um, all right. I only have one minute. So last week's episode was a lot of fun. Uh, we're getting deep into that, like, LMD territory. Yeah. Uh, there's a major reveal that I, I'm not going to spoil at the very end about who our, who our bad guy oh, is. Yeah, if you haven't watched last week's episode, watch it. Um, it's Even re- I watched It's it. real intense. It's a great... I think it's a great way to set up what we're doing going forward. I agree. Um, I agree. And it sort of takes out some of the concern about, like, uh, too much crossover with Ultron. Yeah. Uh, which which I start, agree with. That, that was something that was bothering like there was me, too. too much yeah. Ultron, uh, and now it doesn't feel like that, which is great. Um, stuff coming down. Like, tonight's episode is called The Patriot. I'm so excited because we're going to get into Mace's backstory. Director yeah. Jeffrey Mace, who yeah, um, in the comics is also uh, known as the Patriot. Yeah. He at one time took over for Captain America. There's a couple yeah. people who think that we, he might just like pick up Cap Shield on the show since it's in flux right now. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, that might be a little much to give Shield, admittedly. Yeah. But uh, it could be. A- what his secret is tied to the events around uh, Civil War yeah. is. That's what I think tonight's episode is going to be. It's like, where was he in Vienna? Um, yeah, he no. Supposedly I, I'm, being a yeah. hero, tonight we're going to find out what secret he has. Like, uh, we had one theory on the after show last week that he might not even be an inhuman. Um, that he. Might, I don't think he is. I think he's probably like been experimented on in some like way. He like he might be a super soldier, Captain America style, but like to a lesser extent. Yeah. Well, do, did you uh, did you see that there's something about how he has to have that briefcase with him? I wonder if that's yeah, like exactly he like rages out and like his medication in there will like subdue him. Or it's like uh, it's like a perfected version of the Hyde formula or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like I think that there's something going on with that. Definitely. Um, the stuff that's coming up today, uh, or like that they released not to the, on today's episode. Yeah. Koenigs are coming back. I dude. Pat Nozzle's character. Back. I'm super excited about it, but even better than him coming back is the fact that they're going to reveal that whole story of how he has 13 brothers. They all look the exact same. They all act the exact same. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Like, People are saying, like, oh, they're LMDs, but that's, the timeline doesn't add up for them to be LMDs. Yeah, so, like, maybe they're, like, magical. Like, maybe they're, like, mystical in nature, and that's why the Darkhold has something to do with them. Yeah, spoiler, a little spoilers there, but, like, um, the uh, the synopsis that they released says that it, it's something to do with the Darkhold. And yeah. my first thought was, 
Uh, Don't you Dark, say it. Don't sorry. say it. They might. What if all the Koenigs are the Darkhold Redeemers? St- don't even say it, man. The I, I want to write the Darkhold Redeemers movie so bad. I don't want ABC to be like, <laughs> ABC is going to beat this unproduced writer. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> but, girl, don't take my idea. I just want more. Well, if you want to write it with all Patton Oswalt's running around. It's not the worst way to go. We true. know they have at least one sister, so you get Pat Oswalt in drag for a little <laughs> bit. Also not the worst way to go. Uh, Alright, well let's 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 move on. There's also yeah. Inhumans news you wanted to talk about, Doom. Uh, yeah, they put out the, the casting. Uh, or like there was a leak for the the, the supposed uh, like... Uh, Medusa? Character breakdowns uh-huh. for all of them for the yeah. entire cast, and it seemed they like it was like fake names, so they all lined up letter wise. So it yeah. looks like they it did confirm uh, Karnak. Uh, Man, Karnak, for is, it. The, Karnak the thing, and Black Bolt. I love those two characters I, so much. I just yeah. want to express my disappointment. Is really uh, like the the character descriptions sound sound great, um, but everyone except I think like one or two of the minor characters was listed as like required to be Caucasian. Yeah, um, and that was an extremely. Uh, this was, I thought, their big chance to really like break away from like the issues that Marvel has had recently with Iron Fist and Doctor Strange. Yeah, and really like broaden their things because these are inhumans; they're aliens. They, they could be anything. Yeah, and the fact that ABC felt they needed that to be in the breakdown for Black Bolt and Medusa mm, disappointed me. Not mm-hmm. to reveal more than I should appropriately. Uh, what I know of what's happening in casting, that's not their priority. That's great. I, I'm just going based on what I saw in the character. No, no, and I, and I totally yeah. understand that. I'm just trying to put you at ease. No, that'd be, that's wonderful if they're not actually stuck on that. Right, because from what I have experienced, that's a thing that it will be okay, hopefully. Yeah, because these aren't yeah. these aren't um, biopics. These are imaginary characters. <laughs> so, just saying. No, this is real. Don't take this from me, Mercardi. <laughs> I really thought oh, John Malkovich was playing Martin Luther King. I thought that was a thing they were doing. <laughs> Get out, Mercardi. Get out. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm in trouble. He's telling me about my last name. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Joseph Fiennes is playing Michael Jackson. Anything's possible. Oh my oh. god, let's not. Yeah, let's, let's not talk about. Uh, Doom, go to the corner. <laughs> I think the Inhumans movie is going to shape up. Uh, I, I'm really excited. The breakdowns, descriptor-wise, not that that strange. I agree, that was a weird move. Uh, but the, as far as them describing the characters, I think as long as they focus on that, then we'll have a great. Yeah, yeah. And it's also yeah. possible that these are not real, like the Spider-Man yeah. ones were last year, <laughs> right? Like, where right. they had all the stuff and that like turned out to be pretty much probably fake. Well, but here's the thing, and this is why I didn't even include all the breakdowns in here and make it a bigger deal. The breakdowns basically said. So there's this character named uh, there's this character who might be Black Bolt, and we described him exactly how he is. Like we know who Black Bolt is, we know Medusa. Like we've talked mm-hmm. about it. So like for me, it was like eh, it's it's news. Like we know that this is coming, and we know like here's here's the real news to me. They're staying. If these breakdowns are true, if the if the leak breakdowns are true, uh, they're keeping very close to the the material and the care all the characters that we want of the royal family are involved. So that would be Black Bolt, Medusa, uh, Gorgon, Crystal. Karnak uh, and Triton, like that's that's like okay, good, great, do that, do that. Other than that, I, I, I kind of yeah. So. Yeah, I only bring it up in, because in my mind, ABC is listening to this show and yeah. they've heard my disappointment. <laughs> uh, Will make alterations. Very true. ABC is all about us. They they watch our show religiously every single ABC, week. I'm sure. Doom demands diversity. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on uh, to a little thing I like to call Avengers: Infinity War. Yay! Oh yes, very little thing. 
very uh, little. Oh, but I hear it's got a very small cast. You're so mean. Super I wasn't, small. I wasn't going to go that direction. <laughs> uh, and you did. And What direction is he talking about? Peter Dinklage! <laughs> I don't think she meant it. Oh, I didn't mean direction. it that way! No! Oh my gosh. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're I really going in, there. No, I meant it's in the cast size because we know like the cast list is all is Matt, you is were being massive. ironic. Uh, I didn't mean uh, it that way. I, don't, I was like I, don't, I was like, wow, she's beating this this no, little person thing over the head. No, oh, no. So 150% uh, no. <laughs> Alright, so Peter Jinglidge express some rage. Uh is 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 uh possibly joining uh the cast of the uh, Infinity War and the as of yet unsubtitled Avengers 4 film. Right. Uh, we don't know who he is. We don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Variety broke the story of Peter Dinklage might be in this movie. And he would be in both of them if that's true. So, uh, I wanted to turn to you guys and ask, who is he? Oh. Who, who is he? Yeah. Guys, who is he? <laughs> who could he be? Who is he? This would negate 15 years of hopes and dreams that Stan Lee was the watcher, but I want... Peter Dinklage would be a lot to. Dude. Dude, that is is my number one. Think about it. I want. Think about it. That is a really good idea. I think it's perfect. That's my number one idea. He's got the gravitas for it. To be a man who is always there watching. Uh And everything, as Peter Dinklage speaks, you're like, quote, quote, quote. Like, everything he says. Yeah. And you need that kind of actor. And he's got that empathy, but then he's also got that fierceness to him. So that would really, really work. He has, like, a sympathetic authority to him. Like that, I just like he's he's regal. Like he's yeah. regal. Like yes, he is. Like he's absolutely majestic. regal. Yeah. Um, I, Here's I, the the question: Would you want a giant Peter Dinklage that's like <laughs> taller than everyone, like Owatu is, or would you want like actual Peter I, Dinklage and the idea that this this small person has been seeing everything? I, I want all of it. Yeah, I, I don't, want him I don't, to be yeah, all of it. I think he changes. Yeah, I don't think we have to change him. Yeah, I, I think he can be exactly who he is, and it would be fine. Um, yeah. We could also have him, you know, float. Yeah. That's a possibility. And he'd look yeah. great in a robe. Everybody flies. Everybody levitates. Yeah. Uh, but what, what I'm saying is, I think it would be great if maybe the Avengers, and like, if he is a Watu, and the, like, mm-hmm. here in my head, uh, the Avengers initially meet him, and he's like, hey, I'm this cosmic being called the Watcher. I come from a, 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 a race of Watchers. We're an ancient mm. race. I'm an ancient race. And they're like, all right, What? Like, there's no way that this is true. Like, who are you to say these things? And then, like, he raises, the, like, the size of a skyscraper. He's like, I am the Watcher. Like, oh, <laughs> Christ. You know, so uh, that's kind of in my head what would happen. So We don't know uh, if Iwatsu is owned by Fox or Marvel. And Fox and Marvel have been trading a lot of they late. Have. So they have. That's so, why I'm saying Iwatu. Okay, by and then the way, also, Spider sh- Geronimo, awesome. A Watcher pays his debts. <laughs> <laughs> Probably does. Um mm-hmm. Also, I I dove deep into Marvel licensing about probably two months ago uh, to to, to help out with a a video um, over on Collider. And so Marvel licensing is weird because in the late 90s, early 2000s, when they were trying to get out of bankruptcy, they created all these, like, package deals for studios to possibly buy them. And they were just pulling, like, they tried to stay, like, close to, like, Ghost Rider you know, Ghost Rider and Mephisto and Blackheart. But, like, they would also be like, but he's also kind of dark, so let's also pull in Damien Hellstrom. Mm-hmm. Let's also, like, so they kind of, like, it's not necessarily, like, Fantastic Four, like... Right, there's subcategory, subcategory, subcategory. Yeah. Like, they could have pulled Watcher into a lot of things, so, like, his licensing is a little... To me, from what I studied, his licensing could go a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, it's entirely possible that Fox outright owns the rights and that Marvel would have to figure out a sharing deal. Or it's possible that they he's kind of a character similar to Scarlet Witch and, and Quicksilver. Because so, he's been in as many Avengers stories yeah, as, as he was. Fantastic Four. So like, I think both studios would have a claim on his rights. So uh, anyway, let's move on. Pip the Troll. I think that's two on the nose. Like, Rob I, Liefeld was like, he's Pip the Troll. He's got to be Pip the Troll. I'm like, Rob Liefeld, calm down, Pat, Pathmaster. <laughs> but uh, it, it would work for, you know, the, um, what was it, the Space Gem, right? Didn't Pip the Troll he, have the Space Gem? Like, he, he hit it ended in his up toes with it. or he something? He ended up with it, yeah, yeah. Um, as a part of the Infinity Watch after they defeated. So there was Infinity Gauntlet where they defeated <laughs> Thanos. Uh, then there was Infinity War where uh, Adam Warlock's evil future self, Magus. the Magus, came back. <laughs> yep. Um, and they created all these weird doppelgangers. That story, it, that is weird. Yeah, that's a, that yeah. Is a weird one. But then they finally defeated him. He had the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, and then they created the Infinity Watch, where a future, future version of Adam Warlock, who's also a female, uh, kind of comes back and helps preside over this Infinity Watch, and they disseminate the stones and, and all this other stuff. So... He got the space stone after they beat the Thanos, um, and ended up having like this weird power to transport because like the the space stone gifted it to him, whatever. So, uh, I still personally think it's on the nose. Like, there's a little person he's Pip the troll. One like, of the things yeah. that Fox did right when they cast Peter Dinklage was they didn't make it. They didn't make it a cliche part. They didn't make yeah. it something that right. was like, and I love that. And I think that's I why Peter Dinklage that. did it. I think yep. he did it because, like, yep. he is Absolutely a fantastic agree. actor and he doesn't want to, like, for years, he's got a bunch of amazing quotes, like, only people wanted to cast me as elves in Santa movies for mm-hmm. years and I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. And, right. like, I don't feel like that is fair to his talent to be, like, he's, unless Pip the Troll was a lead, it's not I, fair to Peter Dinklage. I think he's one of the best actors of our generation. That's regardless what I mean. of his of his size or whatever else. Like, he is... An incredible actor, I and I want to see him. him. I want to see him sink his teeth into something like like I loved him in, in Days of Future Past. I love that they never acknowledge like, oh, you're a little person. Uh, like, right. and, like, screw that. I'm glad they didn't. So yeah. that's what I mean. I don't think Marvel would make that mistake because yeah. they're so good at casting. I don't think yeah. they'd go that direction. I, so. I agree. Uh, plus, Pip the Troll, you kind of have to have Adam Warlock, and I think like as much as I want to see Warlock, I think that's so much to throw into a film. So okay. uh, anyway, Modok. A lot of people in the chat and room were saying I've that always wanted Peter Dinklage to be Modoc. I think that would be incredible. Uh, and, like, you need an actor of that gravitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to make his, that his caliber to make like, that Like, here's his uh, picture. To justify the insanity of this <laughs> yeah, like, A floating head with yeah. tiny arms. Uh, uh, there's a, an artist online. He works a lot with comicbook.com called uh, Boss Logic. He named himself Boss Logic. And he does a lot of these, like, what if mm-hmm. pictures, and this is the one he did of Peter Dinklage's Modok, um, dude, terrifying. So, like I would, I would be terrified. Here's the problem with Modok: he is c- a completely separate storyline mm. to Thanos. Like if you do that, like you're basically Spider-Man threeing. It's like we've got right. Sandman, we've also got Venom, and it's like whoa, 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 no, two way, wait, pick, but, please pick. But yeah. they've confirmed him for. The, the the whatever the next the fourth Avengers is so it could be that he just appears it it could in, be that in Infinity War and then they do like advanced idea mechanics like they do something with AIM and like the resurgence of Hydra or something like that in the Which, fourth film I mean that the one thing working against that is that we have technically introduced AIM into this world in Iron Man two yeah and it was mm-hmm. Kildrich or whatever his name was and I think yeah. most people are trying to forget that that movie. Some people, some people. Um, but like, it's it's not the biggest one to like have something major call back to. Yeah, yeah, uh, fair. Like aim. 
I also think it would be fun, like, along with the Watcher, I think it would be cool if he was a character like the Living Tribunal. They, oh, they name dropped him in Doctor Strange. Ooh, that's true. Uh, and the Living Tribunal is, like, even Thanos is afraid of the Living Tribunal. Like, he he's not only, like, kind of like the cosmic entity that watches over our universe, but he watches over the entirety of the multiverse. Um, and in the comics, the only characters that are possibly higher than him are the Beyonders. Mm-hmm. So, um... It would be interesting if they did, like, the Secret War storyline in <laughs> Avengers 4, and they brought in the Beyonders, uh, and then they completely rebooted the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which they're going to have to do. Right, Because like, all these, uh, like, actress contracts are coming up and everything. Um, so, like, oh, I, I, like, yeah. but he, there, there's the Living Tribunal there with all of the, the cosmic entities. And he's in the uh, comics got, a lot lately, and Marvel tends mm-hmm, to do that, where they're like, remember mm-hmm, this character? Like, mm-hmm. he's a big part of the most recent so, Thanos comic. Yeah, I think it would be cool if he was a living tribunal. Um, and, because, again, that would... Bringing him into Infinity War, um, and then seeing him somehow in the fourth film would... That would be a way to reboot the entire cinematic universe for them. And to keep it all in canon and not have to be like, cool, well, that was the end of that saga. We're starting again. You know, <laughs> yeah. so. Tim Page brought up uh, someone we've talked about as the next big villain. He'd be a great Kang. Oh, God, I would love yeah. to see Kang. Kang, I think, Definitely does Fox. actually belong to Fox. Yeah. 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 But in the dream. Oh, my God, I would Did love James, to see Kang. I, I remember James Gunn talking about this. Did he confirm that, or was Kang, uh, Kang one of the ones that got split? I think Kang is confirmed to be exclusively at Fox. I think probably what happened with what I was saying earlier with the licensing deal, I think Fox maybe cherry-picked him. They were like, oh, he, he would actually be a really interesting villain for Fantastic right. Four. He's a long-term villain, too, and they don't yeah. really have a lot of that. So I, I think Fox probably owns those rights outright, but I, I'm not an attorney. I've never seen those contracts. Unless so Phase Fantastic Four is a reality, and what a great way to tie it all together. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I would die. Uh, all right. Uh, here's here's my last one, and then I, I, I uh, and then you guys can shut me up and tell me what yours are. Uh, a member of the Black Order. So if you remember uh, Jonathan Hickman's run on Infinity and the Avengers and the New Avengers uh, from a couple years back, uh, when Thanos was invading Earth, uh, he, so he, Thanos is going planet to planet trying to find his son and kill every last possible progeny of his. Uh, and he got to Earth knowing that Thane was here and he was looking for Thane, couldn't find him. But he invaded Earth with the Black Order. Um, and the Black Order were all of his generals who were all equally as powerful as him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I think they all, what was their other name? They had a, 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 a whole other name, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Obsidian, something Obsidian. Um, anyway, uh, Corvus Glaive, Black Dwarf, or Ebony Maw are the three Ooh, characters. Oh my God. Uh, Corvus Glaive is super strong. Uh, guy, he had a scythe, and when he held the scythe, he was actually immortal. Uh, and he could kill anybody, like, oh, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. And kind of very much like a death kind of character. Yeah, like uh, Sailor Pluto. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, and kidding, in order for the, the Avengers to defeat him, they had to get the scythe out of his Sailor hand. Sailor Saturn. Oh, my God, stop. Get out. Get, out. <laughs> get, out Continue. get out of here, McCarty. Continue. Uh, then Black Dwarf. Uh, was anything but a dwarf. He was a gigantic troll-like character, was super strong, uh, uh, Like He's basically the Hulk, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I don't think they're going to do that. I think where he would be interesting is as the Ebony Maw, who's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters that come out of the Black Order. Um, he wasn't very strong, but he was so persuasive with his language, he can convince Avengers to fight each Which other. Which would be like... Dinklage's wheelhouse, yeah. big time. So it would be interesting because Thanos isn't going to, like, 
maybe he'll come with just an army and they'll have like just a throwaway kit like Corvus Glaive go kill like they'll they won't treat him like a big deal like he was mm-hmm. in the comics but I would love to see them do something with the Black Order um uh, Cole Obsidian, I think, was the other word, which is such a cool uh, name. Tim Chapman uh, sent us a picture earlier. Yeah, I've got that. If we want it to, uh, that's in the Google Drive, too. Uh, of the Black Order. Of basically the, the maybe the MCU edition uh, of the assembled Black Order. I think yeah. this Yeah, that's dead, the picture that I have. It. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be cool. I think the first guy's dead, isn't he? Didn't he get killed? This guy? I can't like, see Glaive? him. Who's, the, who's that first guy? Uh... Was that was that the, the the guy from that Thanos was with like the other? Yeah, yeah. I thought um uh, what's his name? Oh God, Ronan uh, killed him in Guardians, but like Ronan what do we him. know? Like maybe he's immortal and he's like yeah, you broke my neck. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, we don't uh, know. But that's the only uh, caveat. Would be Red Skull would be in, oh, and Red by, Skull's Ebony Maw would be interesting. By the way, right. looking at that image, uh, Karen Gillan confirmed that she is going to be in Infinity War. Oh, yeah, Nebula. Uh, so oh, Nebula man. is coming yeah. back for that one. Also, to tangent back to an earlier thing quickly, uh, Kelly in the live chat, Kelly Z, said that Pierce Brosnan is rumored to be Cable, and there was just a picture of uh, Hugh Jackman. I think the rumor comes from... Ah, ah, there's, I think the rumor comes from there's a picture... <laughs> that face, there's a picture that Matt Key face. ...of Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and Pierce Brosnan hanging out, probably just broing, but okay. if that's anything more official than that, that'd be dope. Uh, I don't know if I want Pierce Brosnan on this Cable. I want Mel Gibson. Well, yeah, Pierce Brosnan could make no, a decent a, Cable. But, like, Cable Cable's not. Yeah. He's like he's charming. Pierce Super is charming. charming. Cable's not. Cable's not. Yeah. Like Pierce is charm. He's Cable's. Yeah. But that someone. I, I just wanted to give Kelly a little like, throw out. Thank you, Kelly. Thank I appreciate you. that. Uh, and I think it just stems from that picture. <laughs> yeah. To me, Mel Gibson's going to be Cable forever. Oh my god. Have you seen his interviews while he's pitching Hacksaw Ridge? That man looks like a man out of time that doesn't yeah, know what reality does. is. It's he incredible. He, he is, does. He, he is, is that. Cable. He is that. Yeah. He's been waiting for this role his whole life. So we've got. He specifically lost in like 1941. Um. So, uh, Marquia, did you add this in about uh, Vic- Victor Rosario on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, because we had a we had a couple of people that were uh, because you put up be like, oh, Dinklage, we're gonna mm-hmm. you know talk about that, and then uh, Victor Rosario at Vic Rosefur was like, uh, rumor says he plays, and I'm gonna butcher this, uh, Itri, E I T R I, yeah. a dwarf king. He's a uh, he's uh, the maker of uh, of, of Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah. Mjolnir. Um, him and his brother uh, Broker. Uh, B-R-O-K-K-R, I believe. I mean, that would be interesting. So, and it's, yeah. he's, he's saying that rumor says he'll play Eitri. And here's... So, I don't know if that would like warrant him being in um, the fourth Avengers film, but there's also a rumor, and this is like... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, uh, so if you don't want to listen to like, the next minute, don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a Thor Ragnarok uh, rumor that... Spoiler! Uh, Mjolnir might be destroyed. Ooh. Um, In that because case, like Thor ends up on the planet mm. without Mjolnir, and I don't know if it's destroyed, if they banish it to another dimension, if they find a way to make mm. him unworthy of it so he can't use it. But he doesn't have it, and one of those rumors is he doesn't have it because it's destroyed. Interesting. I feel like he'd get it back in the third act. I think it's just I, I think it. I, but he may not. But right? then you could Possible. have the the maker of uh, I'm, I'm I keep on butchering the name Mjolnir. Of Mjolnir. Yeah. Mjolnir, okay. Of the hammer. <laughs> you could have the maker of the hammer like restructure it back together. So that could be. But that's where it like it would yeah, be interesting would if be. it's a tree. But then uh, a tree. A tree. A tree. But I, I don't understand why he would be in the fourth film. I mean, maybe, maybe he's not. Maybe the rumor is incorrect. But. That would that would actually be interesting for Thor to be like, I need a new Mjolnir. Um, Peter <laughs> Dinklage is like, I've got it ready here for you, Bob. Yeah, or Ku so. Scar in the live chat is a really cool idea. Uh, Dinklage's own Reese. Oh, I love that. He's probably strictly 
Fantastic Four. He's in the comics so much, right? He literally was Civil War. I mean... You Secret War. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that could be cool. Yeah, that's interesting. And he would he would be very good at playing the insanity of that. Right. But. So I'm just, just, just yeah. that's a cool. I love that's that. That's a idea. cool idea. I don't think it's I don't think that's what it is, but that is cool. And I don't again, I think I think Fox probably owns those rights ex- pretty exclusively. Uh, and then Damn Colin Fox. Sapp at Colin underscore Sapp. Hey Colin. Uh, what if Peter Dinklage is Adam Warlock? I think that would be pretty cool. I'd love it. Yeah. I would love it. I would watch him have basically, a, a basically golden love body. Him. Love him as anything. Uh, all right. Do you guys have we need to move on to the yes. defenders? Do you guys have anything else for Peter Dinklage? Just no? hopes and dreams. Yeah. A lot to all the Just way. Just thank That's you for I'm... being part of our universe. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Peter. Dick. All right, thank so you. here we are with our big thing to talk about, and we've got no time to do it. The pictures uh, are so cool. So uh, let's just go through those pictures real quick, Doom. Uh, let's just look at those, and then I'll, I'll figure out how much time we've got to discuss these all of these uh, quotes. Entertainment Weekly pictures are these are these are okay, all the, cool. the EW pictures. Yeah. Uh, let's just start at the beginning. There's the cover. We've got all of them there. Um, you know, there's nothing to see there, but it's cool to see them all together. I so, love them all together. I, I love seeing them all together. And by the way, for those of you listening to us on iTunes, I apologize. We we have no way to show you these things. But uh, just Google go it. go Google it, yeah. look it up, uh, EW Defenders, and you'll see every single picture. And then also I did a segment on uh, Screen Junkies News where it went through yeah. each of the pictures, so you can look that up too. Nice. Oh, and I wrote about <laughs> it on, EW, on uh, Geek Girl Authority. So awesome. you can go find like Geek Girl Authority, Matt Key, Defenders, and you'll, you'll find every single one of these pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got uh, Danny Rand, Iron Fist, played by Finn Jones, attacking a dude in a gas mask. Don't know what's going on there. Uh, and then we've got uh, Kristen Ritter. As uh, Jessica Jones walking with uh, Trish Walker, who's played by Rachel Taylor, I believe is her name. Um, and again, like, there's nothing to see here. Like, it's just them walking and talking. But it's exciting to know, like, oh, like, the entire, like, all of Jessica Jones's world is now colliding with these, all three of these other yeah, worlds. Right. Like, done it in little ways. Like, we heard Trish during Luke Cage, like, in a radio show. Yeah. Like, voiceover. But yeah. now they're be hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I think it's so great. So here's uh, a picture oh, of all four of them. With the, with the nip slip. <laughs> with the, no. the wardrobe malfunction. Why is Chris, Why is uh, Jessica Jones holding whipped cream? That I think that's a spray paint. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Whipped yeah. cream, exposed nipples, the show's gonna oh be I guess good. it was the yeah. most nipple it made me think it was whipped cream. <laughs> uh, wow, no, Doom. I think it's, uh, <laughs> pretty sure that's not whipped cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're coming to La Varia tonight, Doom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got we've got all four. I think this is one of the first official pictures. Oh, okay. Boom. This is Sigourney Weaver playing the role of the villain whose name... All we have on her is Sigourney Weaver playing a villain named Alexandra. We've got a quote from the showrunner. Let me uh, get down to it. Showrunner uh, Marco Ramirez says, Sigourney is the kind of person you can throw... You can buy as the smartest person in the room who you can also buy as a person holding a flamethrower. Hmm. Her character is a very powerful force in New York City. She's everything Sigourney is, sophisticated, intellectual, and dangerous. Yes. Uh, he goes on to say, I can't describe too much about her, but I can say that we knew it had to be some, or the threat of uh, the defenders are all up against. Uh, we knew it had to be something big. We knew it would take something massive to pull these four characters from their individual worlds to work together, but also small enough that it felt like it existed in our world, like the Netflix uh, street-level world. It needed to be a crisis that brought these people together, but it still needed to be a very street-level crisis. That's the world we're dealing with, so it couldn't be anything too sci-fi or too supernatural or too big. That's the stuff for the movie. So I know that's a long quote. Thanks for bearing with me. Uh, it fits into boom. your theory, though, from like before when you were saying yeah. IGH. IGH. Yeah. I think I think a lot. I think she's probably the CEO 
of IGH, or she works with IGH, because that would explain uh, 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 Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. why she's going to Midland. Because So here's the other thing. Let, let me back up. Sorry. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Okay. Uh, uh, the EW revealed that the four defenders seem to meet up for the first time at the giant pit that we saw in Daredevil 2, right. um, where Daredevil and Elektra fought the hand and, and all that stuff, and it's bottomless, and Daredevil never heard the bottom of it, whatever. So all four of the defenders, on their own, following their own breadcrumbs, end up here around the same time. Then the hand attacks, and they all have to fight their way out of it. Apparently there's a massive hallway scene with all four of the, <laughs> the defenders fighting. The hallway oh, ever. I have not heard about that. Oh, oh no, I for have real, not. For real. Like, Wait, uh, no, for real. Man, I want the hallway the, I, I, didn't, I didn't copy down the quote from Charlie Cox, but the quote from him was, he showed up on set that day, not fully knowing what they were going to do. Then he saw the hallway and the other three defenders there, and he's like... Well, this is going to be a long day. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, what, if, what if they walk into the hole and gravity changes that they're walking on the side of it and the hole is just a <laughs> oh, giant hallway? Oh, my God. It would be Man. amazing. And the other thing he said Inception. about the hallway the hallway scene and just the fighting in general is that they, they had to keep in mind all their personalities. They couldn't just like make cool fight scene. They also right. had to consider their, their personalities. Uh, Jessica Jones is the wild card. She doesn't want to be there. She's only mm, just trying yeah. to track down these clues. So she's... I don't know that she's constantly trying to escape, but she's she's just like the wrecking ball. She's like, just get out of my way. Punch, punch, punch. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Danny Rand and Daredevil are both the offense. Like, um, you know, Daredevil's all his fight acrobatics and brawling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Iron Fist is... We'll find out. Super duper kung fu ninja yeah. with an Iron Fist. And they said it was fun to find ways for him to just like constantly be using this like hammering <laughs> fist in the fight scenes with these other three who don't have that and yeah. then Luke Cage is the the defense and the shield well, he's, he's just like, like he's he walks like, up get behind me tank 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 go I can't my brain yeah, like, can't handle the idea of the four of them in a hallway like for some reason dude, that's like the most exciting news I've dude, heard in years I know yes. it's so fun so oh man anyway going back to Sigourney Weaver who who we just saw the picture of Oh, she's fighting um, she's, the whole way too. She's the smartest person in the room, and she's also holding a flamethrower. Like, so she's unhinged and crazy. She's also the smartest person in the room, which makes her supremely dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. She's like, I know how to kill you a thousand different ways. Screw it. Here's a flamethrower. Like, I love it. So, how about if her and Mariah ever got together? <laughs> oh, oh my god, it would be so bad. So, but I do think that a lot of it's going to wrap, be wrapped around IGH. Maybe there's like a drug they're trying to flood the streets with that's turning people into superhumans. It's like mutant growth hormone, MGH. Maybe it's inhuman growth hormone. I don't Ooh. know. Like, I hope that that's not it. I've never okay. seen what IGH actually stands for. It kind of makes sense, though. Um, but well, I doubt that that's what they're doing the, with it. It's the company name, and that name has yeah. been around longer than Inhumans have that's been part That's also of true. But maybe they knew they've known about Inhumans for years because they're the hand. Whatever. Don't know. Uh, but I think that they're probably somehow wrapped up with the hand. I think the hand maybe controls IGH, like it's a subsidiary of the hand, like as a shadowy organization. Whatever, it's going to be I, a fun old time. I wonder yeah. if I'm thinking, what if the whole like leads to Kun Loon in some way? Oh, be so cool! Uh, but and and that's the other thing. We don't know what uh, Danny Rand's storyline is, so we don't know why he's there. Except he's probably <laughs> exploring a breadcrumbs of the hand because mm-hmm. he's like he's, he's absolutely familiar with the hand right he ha- mm-hmm. like in Kunlun he's absolutely familiar with the hand Daredevil's familiar with the hand so that explains why the two of them are there Jessica Jones unless she's like being a private eye and following like someone's death or disappearance and that leads her there right my guess is that she's investigating IGH on her own 
And Luke Cage, who just found out about his like super strength, whatever else, with Claire Temple, I think he was able to track it down to IGH. I can't remember exactly. He, maybe but following the chemicals. Yeah, know, I think he probably ends up finding out his powers come from IGH. So that would explain why all four of them are there. Two with the hand, two with IGH. Oh my god, they're working together. Defenders. As long as it's so. not all... Yeah, I'd be okay with two IGH, just not all. Because like, I don't want it to go Amazing Sweater and two Oz Corp. Yeah. So we have a lot, of, a lot of quotes about how they work together uh, with Cox saying... Uh, Charlie Cox, who plays Matt Murdock, saying, What a bunch of misfits in a great way. It's like a misfit Scooby gang. They don't belong together. Yeah. Um, then... Uh, He's, he also says, from what we've shot so far, they just wanted to really make a difference and help people out. Um, but uh, where's the... Oh, uh, Jeff Loeb had a great quote about him saying, the Defenders didn't have a D on their belt buckles and a Defenders tower. We agreed from the very beginning what that these folks could, at the very end, go, I never want to see your face again and just walk away. So like where the Avengers are like, we've got Avengers Tower, we've got a secret base up in, in New York, and we all live there, and we all go fight crime together. These guys are like, oh my god, I've got to fight with Luke Cage again. Okay, <laughs> I guess. I guess we've got to do that. You're like, that, that guy's like a brick wall sometimes. Yeah, uh, but I think my favorite uh, quote about their teaming up came from Christian Ritter, who said, no one's best friends in all of the Defenders. This is a reluctant team up. I love that. I think that's yeah. great. Uh, let's, so let's go ahead and look at this picture real quick, Doom. Uh so we're looking at a picture of the four defenders standing in front of like what looks like a, a moving truck or a cargo truck of some sort, and they've written "public enemies" slashed it out with defenders. So, uh, and they're all like, I think it's like very, a very good. Like every single character is in a pose that I think t- tells us about their character. Mm-hmm. Like Luke Cage is just like chilling, just like what, like come at me, like you can't hurt me, like come at, like he's just chilled. Daredevil's ready for action, like loosening his tie, like, all right, are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones was the one spray painting. She's yep. like, oh, I got caught. Whatever. Screw you guys. And then Danny Rand is like on the others. And I love that they bookended the two in the middle yeah. with the two on the mm-hmm. outside because the two on the outside are the heroes for hire. Um, and he's like, he's just poised for action. Like, I'm trying to chill, but I'm also on my feet and I can jump and yeah, he's you at know, his readiness level. Anytime. Yeah, it also yes, looks like a freaking comic, man. Like it also just looks like a comic cover. It like does. that yeah. it looks so like good. I'd buy that book. And did you so notice good. notice the 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 truck number at the very top six one six? Oh, nicely done. Uh, well, speaking of you buy this book, do you guys hear uh, about the new Defender series? Oh yeah, the new Defenders mm-hmm. comic book the... is actually going to be these four, which has never right. been. It's never actually been that. Yeah, so. I know. Like Char- before, it was like Netflix is the Defenders. Now yeah. it's like, oh no, yeah. wait, this exists now. Charlie Cox said he he went out when. He like first took the role, or like, or knew about the Defenders. And he like went and picked up a copy of the Defenders and was like, "Wait a minute, Daredevil's not <laughs> yeah, Daredevil isn't in the show. Yeah, where do I show yeah. up?" Uh, so, uh, talking real quick about Matt Murdock, he says that it's been a couple months since the end of his season, uh, and he's actually trying to not be a vigilante because, mm. like, when he was a vigilante, he fell in love with a girl and she died. Yeah. So now he's like, "All right, well, I'm all about Karen Page. So- I have been for a while." Uh, last time I did that, my girl died. I'm not going to do it anymore. But mm-hmm. he's uh, he described it as an addict. He's having a hard time giving it up. So we probably see him go out here and there, but only like under extreme circumstances. Yeah. So it seems like I think maybe the hand makes a resurgence. There's a great picture of him, uh, and love, I love that love all the, the picture, red. the red, like yeah, and the then colors. Luke Cage yeah. had yellow, mm-hmm. and Jessica Jones was purple, and uh, Danny Rand was a little green. Uh, here we see a picture of Danny Rand, uh, played by Finn Jones, standing with uh, Colleen Wing. Uh, Jessica Henwick. We know nothing about these two characters. There's, there's 
series hasn't yeah. come out. There he is with the green, kind of yellowish green. She's not in her her white she's onesie. Not in her white, yeah, onesie. She probably we'll probably get a not, nod to that. Yeah. Jessica Jones in the purple, like above living above the liquor store with I think maybe she's holding a camera. Yeah, she's holding a camera. In the uh, Luke Cage starts off in prison. Yes, interesting. Um, and uh, he he goes on to say, uh, Mike Coulter says, um, he's he's doing his time. He's not in prison the whole time. Obviously, that well, can't, he be can't, he yeah. can't be. So he probably gets out in the very first episode. Um, but what he says about it, he's been able to come clean and deal with his past, and now that that's out of the way, I think we can give him a different approach to life. So all of his series was, I've got to stay hidden, I don't want to come out and be this hero because all the cameras will be on me, and then I'll, I'll have to go back to jail. Now he's, I've done my time, I'm out, this is my face, I'm kicking your ass. Like, yeah. like he's coming out of hiding, and I love that. And he describes himself as, I'm the guy with the wisdom, if you want to make some sure something works, run it up the flagpole. Um, then he says, we... This is for Heroes for Hire. He says, "We definitely want to pay homage to the fanboys, but we want to make it work. Uh, we want to make it make it, make it make sense in this time period. So, like, you know, not like the seventies, you know, right. like that whole thing. You know, yeah. Well, they didn't do that in the uh, in the other one. Yeah, so. and uh, he says, except uh, for that one flashback about Danny Rand. <laughs> that was a flashback. gorgeous flashback. Yeah, about Danny Rand. He says he's a young guy. There's an exuberance that comes that Iron Fist comes with that Luke Cage wants to temper a bit. So it's like wisdom uses versus youth." So mm-hmm. Danny Rand is, I can do these things, and I'm an incredible magi- like uh, martial so artist, cute. and punch, 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 and break, 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 and, and Luke Cage is like, whoa, 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 we don't have to do it that way. There's a different way, you know, yeah. so. And he probably loses his mind when he first sees yeah. Misty Knight. Yeah. Uh, are you guys, speaking of which, uh, Marky, are you ready to lose your, lose your mind a little bit? Wait, what? 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 Uh, oh yes, this one. I love this picture. Oh, so this we, is... we've got Misty Knight played and by Simone Missick. she's interrogating Jessica Jones. And Jessica Jones is in cuffs, and you know cuffs, yes. and you know she can break out of them. So you know she's just like, all right, talk, let's talk. Let's I'll talk. Humor you know this... you for now, Misty. Yeah, Knight. yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> you it. You know that this scene is going to be so incredible. Yeah. Between the two, it's like, what did Jessica Jones get arrested for? What? Yeah. What, what maybe was it was doing? trespassing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was something as you know, miscal at that, or maybe it was uh, she was pulling you know some Jessica Jones mess, and then Misty Knight's like, oh. You don't know me, but you're yeah. about to know me. Yeah, and you're then... about to know me. Yeah, <laughs> come with but me, young scene. lady. Oh, uh, so uh, let's see. It was um, Jessica Jones is still dealing with the <laughs> aftermath of Kilgrave, but now she's also dealing with the success of her private eye firm, mm-hmm. and she's not dealing with it well. Well, no, like she's... more and more people are coming to her. She's got a lot of cases, and she's like, no, 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 no. I just please, just let me hide under the radar. Like, I don't want to be famous. Like, I need the work. Yes, thank you, but go away. <laughs> um, so, and she has, she describes her relationship with Matt Murdock as cat and mouse. I don't know, necessarily know what that really fully means. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, let's talk about Danny Rand because we need to start wrapping up. Um, Danny Rand is the one who really knows what's going on. This is Finn Jones talking about it. He knows how serious the situation is that they're up against. So, again, I think it's The Hand mm-hmm. and Kunlun. Uh, all of that stuff, and Danny Rand, he's the kind, he's the one that kind of drives the group to get, you know, the the crap done. He says a different word, but we're not going to say that on our show. Uh, so, um, but I want to let me see where's this quote. Um, so he talks about in Iron Fist, his which we know nothing about except that it's. Iron Fist story. Mm-hmm. He says in Iron Fist, his series, he's so unwound because he doesn't know who he is. There's always so much confusion, and he's always on the brink of a total meltdown or totally annihilating something, someone, mainly himself. So he's got these powers. Now he's in the real world, and he's like so confused as to what's going on and everything mm-hmm. around him. He's just like lashing out and just just decimating the mm-hmm. world around him. 
Uh, there's always this high energy frenetic tension, but in Defenders, this series, uh, he's definitely more responsible. He has ground, has drive. I'd say that's the key word for Danny in the Defenders. He drives all of the Defenders to get behind him to solve this issue. Whatever it ends so up being. He'll so, gather them together or at least be a part of... That's interesting, he's, especially yeah. since we haven't met him yet. Well, we haven't met him yet. We don't know what's going on in the series, but it's interesting to see his uh, to hear what his arc is going to be in Iron Fist. He's like, oh, God, what's going on? Punch, 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 blow, 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 blow. Mm-hmm. And then in Defenders, he's like, okay, guys, check it out. Here's what's going on. Yeah. This is bad. Let's go defeat them. I can so. see him being a bonding agent. You know, mm-hmm. he's newer mm-hmm. than he's the newer. rest of them, so he still has that enthusiasm, that, that yeah. want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that character is just more excitable in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a joking kind of guy. And all the rest of them who are like, yeah. terrible. All right, we <laughs> definitely need to move on. Uh, if you want to see a lot more of those quotes, I wrote about it on Geek Girl Authority. You can also just like look it up. All over the place. Like every website ran with it. Screen Rant had a lot yeah. on it. Like Screen Junkies uh, News. I think Collider, Collider, and Slash Film. I think hey, had the best, the no, best, no, the best write ups of it. Marquee's so. Screen Junkies News as yeah, well. Absolutely, yeah. you should. Absolutely, <laughs> should. All right, uh, Marquia, We don't have a lot of time left, no, but let's ro- let's run through some shout outs and everything else. Real yeah, quick. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, birthday shout out to my younger brother. Oh, uh, yeah. happy birthday! On yesterday, Baby McCarty. well, no, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, Baby McCarty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's twenty five. <laughs> but shout out, Baby to me. Yeah. So LP, also known as Isaac Levon McCarty Jr., the fourth. Aww, Happy the birthday! Fourth. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do a birthday shout out to Betty White because she's ninety five years old, Aww, and it's twenty seventeen, and she's brightness and love itself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then a birthday shout out to Eric Sabios at uh, E Sabio Cells, Florida's son Parker. He turned two today. Aww, yeah. Happy two. And I'm hoping he's named after the one true Spider Man. Well, no, Miles is now actually in my heart as well. But Parker is important. Uh, and uh, we, you also wanted to give a shout out to a man named Damien. Damien, who ran into me around Christmas time. Yes, and so, we're gonna try and have him uh, come on, come and sit on our cosmic couch. Yeah, because um, uh, shout out to that fan Damien because he found Matt Key this weekend. Remember, mm-hmm. we had lost not him. this weekend, not oh over the Christmas, over Christmas, over Christmas you break. Found him, yeah. Yes. So uh, he might be joining us on the show because mm-hmm. uh, he made an impression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a hardworking and his, his little girl was uh, adorable. Oh, Very, very sweet. Very sweet family. Awesome. Okay, so we have a, a couple of questions. It looks like we're... Okay, great. Uh, so from um, at Mother Joker, um, who do you think are the fan favorite characters from the classic comics? He's talking about um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. On this. So... Um, from the classic comic? The classic comics are completely different from... Yeah, I don't know the, those guys. Well... So here are the classic comics. Uh, Charlie 27, uh, Martinex from Pluto, uh, who can shoot flame and ice at the same time. He's kind of an elemental. Oh, uh, like a, that new... Astro, Van, Vance mm-hmm. Astro, uh, who becomes... May... Oh, my God. Major Victory, I think? Um, when, uh, in the 31st century, they discover the fro- like the frozen shield of Captain America and he takes it up because he's like even a thousand years from now Captain America is still a legend and they're like the shield of (laughs) Captain America he was real I will hold his shield for him and he kind of becomes like the Captain America of the 31st century named Major Victory I think is Major Victory but Vance Astro by the way has one of the most tragic like he is Captain America Mm -hmm. like his backstory is Captain America but far worse ooh so Captain so America does he become a Nazi? <laughs> do, no. Uh, uh, Captain America gets frozen and regenerated twenty five years later, whatever it is, and now he's an Avenger, whatever. Uh, Vance Astro is shot into space and cryogenically frozen for a one thousand year journey to Alpha Centauri. 
Ooh, and he gets to Alpha Centauri 600 years after Earth has discovered faster-than-light travel, and they've already been to Alpha Centauri for 600 years. Mm. So he lands a thousand years after he's been frozen, thinking, I'm finally here, and I'll tell Earth all that I've found. Oh, Hey, everybody that beat me here. Great. Yeah. He's like, Why hey. didn't you stop me? He's like, hey, have you heard about MySpace? Uh, yeah. yeah. Everybody hey, loves that. Hey, you guys ever heard about Facebook? Yeah. Live uh, journal? <laughs> live journal. <laughs> you guys heard about LJ? It's great. <laughs> uh, so I I actually love that character because it's so sad. It's just like how, like how useless your whole journey oh, is now. Man. Like They have 600 years of information over you. Like It's so sad. Anyway, he was one of the originals. Um... Yeah, there's not a lot there. Like Yondu Yudanta was one of the originals. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and he finally gets his mohawk in this next one. I'm very excited. Yeah, full on mohawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty so stoked. Mohawks are awesome, no matter what. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know like the other yeah the classics like yeah it's a weird one. Not yeah. a weird question. It's just like the the the, the comics themselves are very strange. Cool. Uh, we have Michael Benson at Mike the Beast nine two. Uh, do you think Mister Sinister is going to play a big part in Logan? Will we see him in a future trailer? Thanks, guys. I hope we don't see him in a trailer. Yeah. I want Wolverine to go through something traumatic, and I kind of hope Sinister in the comics he's obsessed with the DNA of the Summers brothers. I think it'd be kind of mm. cool if he's responsible for X twenty three. Ooh. Sinister. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, happens. yeah, I mean the yeah. genetics. I mean, right. He would. I think that makes be, complete sense. And the end of the, cool. and yeah. the, end of the movie. Sense. And I think he should be the like the kind of the, the puppeteer behind X23. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be a cool way to tie into the other X Men movies. So yeah. I, yeah. I hope we don't see him in the trailer. But I do think it'll be maybe not screen time big, but importance big. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, I, I'll what take Mister Sinister in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dalton, um, at Dalton W, could mm-hmm. we ever see Hercules and the Greek gods in the MCU? Probably not. We've got so many characters. <laughs> Probably so not. I think it would be cool. Yeah, but like, I love that you love them. Yeah. And here's the other thing, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. I mean, like Wonder Woman kind of has that They've covered. kind of got that on lock. Like, yeah. yeah. And it looks great. I think if there's any opportunity, Thor Ragnarok, it's either Thor Ragnarok or nothing. Like, yeah. Like, I, running right. into, like, yeah. Herc in the ring... Yeah, but then they've got Celestials. They also have to explain why Hercules to the everyday audience is a Marvel character. Yes. Not to be confused with Kevin Sorbo. I mean, Thor is. They're both from mythology. But they're both from mythology, but Thor is like a Norse mythology, so now you're saying, so wait, both mythologies are... Yeah, it's a lot. It's just a lot. That's a lot to do. I think it'd be cool, but I don't... Yeah, exactly. I don't think we'll ever see it, personally. Yeah, because Wonder Woman with Ares and stuff, there was a rumor that Danny Houston might be that, so that's cool. Confirmed. Confirmed? Yeah, confirmed. Aaron, yeah. Awesome. That he's Aries. Awesome. Aries Wait. and Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's rad. Yeah. That's cool. But I didn't know it was confirmed that Danny was definitely it. That's cool. Check, All right. Check out uh, DC Movie News from last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So, um, Lewis Cox at Lewis1022. Uh, what does the rumor about Sony being bought out by CBS mean for Spider-Man? I actually haven't even heard that rumor. I haven't heard that either. But I, don't, I, either. I don't think that CBS could actually afford to buy all of Sony. Yeah, like, it seems like one like maybe CBS like I mean maybe Viacom, like Viacom like CBS is a I don't know. A subsidiary of Viacom, I think, or maybe I don't know. Maybe that's, a, that's like a merger at that point. Those yeah, companies are massive. Yeah, they're way too big. I don't I don't actually I don't know anything about that rumor. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know what it would I mean, mean for Spider-Man, inter- but Sony Entertainment maybe as mm. a, as a separate entity, not Sony as a whole. Yeah, but I, I can't see Sony Entertainment like Sony being like, yeah, 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 no, no, take Sony Entertainment. Like, I, I, yeah, anyway, I, mean, I don't know. I that, don't know. That stuff happens. It, it happened recently with like, I, like smaller companies, but like big enough, like like 
multi-million dollar companies that yeah. are that like basically have like a, they have a TV division and a film division, and yeah. they become completely different companies because of just how you separate things. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on. We've got uh, some comments, and then we're gonna um, wrap up and get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, we've already seen two of the pictures. It was a uh, Thames and uh, Matthew. Tim, I actually Tim uh, Chapman. I, I like I like that. I don't think that that's what they're gonna do. But if they did that, I would I think that would be cool. Oh, I'm sorry. And then um. I think I gave uh, props to the wrong person. Uh, Matthew Dennis at Matt Dennis two one four was the one that sent us the Black uh, Panther Matt Dennis. Uh, figurine collage. So thank you for that. Uh, and then um, uh, oh, uh, Stephen J Piccarello at Sterling Mont uh, sent us a collection of cardboard cutouts, uh, including Doctor Strange. What uh, is this his collection? I, I'm I'm not certain. He said like uh, I saved the best for last. Sorry guys. And it's it's oh. this where it's a. Uh, oh my uh, god, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a Doctor Strange cut out in the middle, and he looks fantastic. And he's standing next to uh, Martin Freeman. Matt, I didn't know you were posing for cardboard cutouts. I am. Yeah. I am. Or is it's it? It's the only Martin thing. That's Martin Freeman. That is Martin Freeman. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then there's R2 D2 way in the back. Yeah, I, 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 oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's fun. Watson and Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a confusing crossover. Yeah, but it's fun. So those are some of the. Well, we saw the pictures. Doctor Sherlock, yeah. Uh, that's great. All so right, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. let's let's wrap it up. Doom, last show. I know. Uh, yeah. How do you how do you feel, buddy? You okay? I'm, you all right? I'm not okay. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you guys. Like this, this. Oh my mm. god. <laughs> this show is meant. Uh, the show has meant a lot to me. You guys, the fans are amazing. Uh, I'm gonna seriously miss doing this every week. It has been a big part of my life for a year now. Yeah. Um, and it's been great to have you. And, I, and like we said at the top, I'm not going completely away. I'm going to send in my shield minutes. Uh, but I'm unfortunately going to be working during the show. Uh, if you missed last week's show, I'm uh, starting, uh, I've already started. Uh, I'm going to be over at Geek and Sundry uh, working behind the scenes on uh, their, some of their Twitch content. And uh, so you'll be able to uh, maybe see me working around the cameras and stuff uh, over there. Uh, so now. <laughs> good work, Jim. Good work. Fantastic. Parting thoughts. I'm, I'm parting thoughts. Attached. I dropped my head. I'm still attached. Uh, <laughs> Zoom didn't think that was enough. Uh, we'll, bye, Doom. Um, but yeah, thank you for everything. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, find me on uh, on Twitter uh, or Instagram uh, at that Zach Wilson Z A C H. Um, and uh, my one last plug. Um, I haven't announced it on the show. I have a comic book. That, Yay! Uh, uh, we it re- looks great. You showed me uh, it before we left for holidays. Yeah. It looks great. Thank you. Uh, it, it, we released it. It's on Comixology now. Uh, Sick, dude. So you can go. You That's can so amazing. It. Uh, it's only 99 cents because it's, it's just it's a short one. It's like 10, 11 pages. But, yeah, it's available uh, now. Uh, if you just It's on my Twitter profile. Uh, it's just called Kid Cop. It's ridiculous. It's silly. It's very violent. Uh, yeah, I love so, it. But, it looks but great. Check it out. Uh, and if you do, uh, this is my as a parting gift to me. Maybe uh, hit it. So the review. We only hit one review so far. So if you buy, it, uh, let us know what you think. And uh, that's awesome. The rating on Comicsology is a great way to help. That's awesome. Find it. Kid Cop. 
Keep cap. All right. Uh, Koi, you had something that you wanted to say? Uh, a couple people sent us, it was a bit of news. Yeah. Uh, a couple people sent us a mm-hmm. thing about the rumor that the production designer for Infinity War said there were multiple worlds in the movie. Yeah. Uh, basically, Makes a quote sense. explaining that much like Doctor Strange, there's a lot of worlds. I just wanted to thank you guys for that. We'll actually go over that. There's a quote, so we'll go over that next week. Um, it seems exciting, and we could probably vamp on it a bit more mm-hmm. and talk about it. Uh, and also, the rumor that Eva Green is in talks for death. Yes. And what? I that have would make me. Th- I couldn't think of a better yeah. death. Thanks, uh, Eddie Brock, for that one. Yeah, because she is like uh, this amazing dark sexuality that would drive both Thanos and Deadpool insane, which I totally understand. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love that idea in that casting rumor. That's perfect. Where's um, the casting rumor coming from? Do you know? Uh, Cosmic News, uh, we, who mm-hmm. have run some fairly yeah. credible stuff. It, it started on Reddit, which concerns me, but yeah. You know, the internet um but yeah i love those ideas and i wanted to give a quick shout out for you guys for sending them thank yeah. you that's uh, awesome you. yeah and uh my shout out will be that i'm on tv fights today so oh, uh, hey. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go get my tv fight on right after this and uh i'm only gonna do one marvel thing but i gotta do one it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be exciting so i will talk to you guys uh then if you watch tv fights and i'll see you next week all right Marquia, anything Oh, for just regular. Uh, just hi, I'm Arkea. You know? Oh, hi, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm Darth Finmans or whatever. Like, uh, who who are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Marvel New Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Mackie. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, no, do you have I, was to, up, like... I was trying to read the article. Um, uh, the past weekend, I went to the Sailor Moon R um, premiere. Uh, I had so many friends go to that. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, I didn't know I mean, about it. Like, Sailor it Moon, very important. Yeah, I've got pictures on my Twitter, uh, which you can find at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and um, yeah, just uh, improv things in general. If you're in the Hollywood area and you know you want to see some live comedy on Thursday, my um, team Big Yellow Taxi is going to be doing is Taxi Cab Confessions meets Improv. So fun! I love so, that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, uh, I'll put that on Twitter. Uh, and I'm Mackie. I'm You follow me there, and I, I I have not been tweeting over the holidays. Like I took a <laughs> social media break, but I guess I've got to got to get back to it now. Oh, my life. Uh, anyway, that's. I mean, I got nothing. I'm gonna tweet my cross country journey. If I end up in a place where any of you Marvelites are, I'm, not, I'm gonna run into you on the streets. That's uh, awesome. And I won't be here next week because of said journey. So. Um, oh yeah, I won't be here next week. No, either. I know. Doom won't be here. <laughs> It'll be me by myself. Oh, but I do. I do need to answer because the chat is asking. Yes, Agents of Shield. I'll still be on the Agents of Shield after show. Perfect. On AfterBuzz TV. I'm per- like that. Great. Oh, great. I'm glad you have time for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Well, that makes sense for you. to the middle of the night when we do that. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah, and Vegito247, thanks. Uh, Darth Thin Mints is my Snapchat. Yeah. So, yeah. When yeah. I put stuff up there. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap this extra long show up. Uh, it was Doom's last show. It was Doom's yes. last show. In honor of Doom, mm. long uh, extra long, super duper awesome show. All right, thank you for uh, joining us. Goodbye to Doom. We'll miss you guys next week. But I'll be here holding the fort down by myself, <laughs> uh, talking about God knows what. All right, good night, everybody. Night. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. Doom demands more tweets!